This episode of Not Your Average Netizens is brought to you by Spatoon.com. Spatoon is a convenient platform providing official English translations of webcomics from highly acclaimed, best-selling Korean artists while providing them with the support they need to continue creating. Since its launch in September 2015, Spatoon has been visited by over a million readers from across the globe who enjoy a wide variety of genres through weekly free releases or at their own pace for a small fee. Whether it's the cutthroat world of K-pop, heartwarming romance, enchanting fantasy and sci-fi, or unpredictable race-against-time action thrillers, Platoon has a webcomic for everybody. Sign up now and receive 25 golden keys to unlock premium episodes for free. As a special offer to our listeners, Splatoon is also providing a 50% discount on your first premium purchase when you enter the code NYAN, all caps, at checkout before August 1st, 2017. Again, that's NYAN, all caps, at checkout on Splatoon, S-P-O-T-T-O-O-N.com. Thank you for listening and thank you for your support. Hi everyone, <laughs> this is your podcast host, uh, Tim, aka Murdy, and I am today joined by quite a lovely group of people here. Uh, first we have Janelle. Hello. Uh, we also have our wonderful producer, Juliet. Hi. Uh, we also are joined by Kiara. Hey everyone. <laughs> and last but not least, Nico. Hi everybody. Um, so we don't have too many topics today. Uh, this will probably be a little bit of a short cast. Um, this is another one of those times where we would love to, you know, have some help from you guys picking kind of what, what you want us to talk about, maybe some topics. Maybe we need to reach out for questions one of these days. But uh, for now, we have what we have. So we're going to start up with uh, comebacks and debuts, as always. Uh, first up, we have Red Velvet, who recently came back with the song Rookie and accompanying music video. I'm going to let Nico take this first because I think it's better this way. Okay, so I'm a big Red Velvet fan. So this Ricky comeback was pretty important slash awesome to me. I think uh, I take issue with some of the stuff Red Velvet or SM said about the song. They said that they weren't gonna split up Red and Velvet concepts anymore. But this was very much a red concept, so I was confused. And also, they said this song would kind of push what is like the new era of sound for SM and the future of K-pop. And I kind of really feel like it regressed a little bit. Like, it didn't... I feel like it's more of the same, I guess, kind of with Dum Dum and everything. And it didn't actually progress them further, but kind of regressed them a little bit. But still, I think it's a really fun song. I know the little annoying rookie rookie is gonna uh it's gonna become like an earworm for me. And I'm just gonna be sitting around the house talking about Ricky 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 all day. But I love the video, it's really pretty, it's really cute, and go red velvet. All right. So on the polar opposite side, I don't like the song at all. It's kind of Along those lines of songs that I don't really like, I know that Red Velvet has this like quirky image thing that they do, and that's fine. Some of it works for me. Uh, this one definitely didn't. Um, part of it is the um, choice of main word, I suppose. Uh, so 
I'm not going to sit here and make fun of somebody for having an accent. That's not a thing that I will do. But I do think that when you make a song with lyrics, especially English lyrics, you kind of have to know what the words are that you're using. And I feel like this song kind of was purposely cheeky in how much that it used the word rookie and the fact that like Koreans have a hard time with that hard R. And I don't know, it just doesn't feel right to me. Like it's it's not because it's so glaring, it feels less fun for me, I guess. Like I don't mind when words are repeated and used that often especially if it flows against the song pretty well. But this one just doesn't, I don't know, I just don't like it. It, it becomes very, very annoying, um, especially because I don't think there's anything outside of that that's exciting about the hook. It's not like it's vocally impressive or anything like that, which if it was, then I'd be like, I don't care. It's really pretty to listen to. But it's just like annoying, repetitive, half sing-songy sound. And I just don't like that at all. Um, the music video was okay, whatever, I guess. It's that quirky thing that, does it for some people for me it didn't really do anything for me but i don't know i I don't like the song like there's nothing about the song that i like yeah going on well going off what nico said if this is the new sound for sm then i do not want it i'm not a fan of the repetition in the chorus also it not being melodic really but nico did have us listen to body talk and that was much better honestly yeah, I'm sorry. I don't want to cut anybody off, but I agree. I think Rookie Might Be Z's my least favorite song on the mini. But it's fun. It's fun. Red Velvet's a fun group. It really grinds my gears, though. I mean, Tim, you kind of reminded me. Like, it kind of grinds my gears that they would use an English word and not use the English word. Like, that drives me nuts. Like, I don't know how to um better articulate it i don't know if the word rookie exists in korean i don't speak korean it just drives me crazy that they would use that and use it so much and then not use the english pronunciation see i have my biggest issue is um and and this is the thing that trips me up is there's a lot of scenes in the music video when they're going through that particular part where they're emulating looking for things and it makes me feel like they purposely did this to be cheeky, which if they did, okay, fine, I guess. Like, I mean, I can't be mad that they're doing it to be cheeky. That's that's smart, actually. I just don't think either way, if it is supposed to be cheeky, it doesn't come off right. And it's um, like, I know they're not catering music to the Western audience, but I don't know how you as a Westerner, like, or a, a native English speaker, I should say, not just Westerner, but uh, a native English speaker or somebody who understands and speaks fluently English, I don't know how you sing along to the song without sounding like you're making fun of it. And that's what kind of, that like also bugs me. Yeah. But again, they're not looking out, you know, they're not making music for us. I get that. It's just yeah. one of those things that for me is a pet peeve. Like, how do I sing this song and not say looky? I, yeah. I can't, you know? And I, like, like I said, I don't want to make fun of people's accents. That's not something that I, I do. I don't think it's right. Um, but in this particular case, it's so important to the song. And it's just that question. How do I sing it? If I sing it properly, I don't think it's going to sound the same. So yeah. I, I don't know. It'll be interesting to see, like, the covers in the coming up days of Western people and native speakers and see who opts for, like, cor correcting air quotes rookie looking to rookie and who keeps it the same 
Do you think people will really bother with correcting it since it seems to be like they did it on purpose, though? Nah, I don't think so. Yeah. I mean, we'll see. I, I think it's one of those things that I think it, it shook. Every, like, nobody really knows what to do, like, or what it's right to do, I guess. I, I don't really know. I'm stuck to. But although, I don't know, it's crazy because you guys talked about the double entendre, but nothing in the actual translation of the English lyrics kind of gives that support that. Like the dance definitely does, but not everything in the song is about, you know, a rookie, a person who thinks that they're a rookie. Like it's right. not, not really about looking, but I don't know. I digress. <laughs> I'm, I don't want to stay on this too long. No. Yeah. I think you make a fair point. And I, I think that's why for me, it feels cheeky. Like it's, yeah. it's very, it's very cheeky. Like, haha, we know what this sounds like, you know, and that makes me yeah. kind of like, so is it okay for us to play with it? Or like, it's, it's a weird boat, you know? And like I said, I don't want to be offensive. It's just a weird situation to be in as a Westerner. This is one of those songs that I feel like was not made with Westerners in mind at all. <laughs> yeah. But because I am a Red Velvet fan, I have to encourage you all to go through and go ahead and listen to the rest of the mini album because it, it's it's a solid mini album and there might be Red Velvet is doing some really weird things musically, so maybe they weren't talking about Rookie per se, but the mini album itself. They're doing some like really crazy melodic things with some of their other songs on the mini album. And like they play with time signatures a lot. Like I don't get technical into music stuff, but it's really strange. Like Kiara, you listen to Body Talk. So, you know, there's some weird stuff going on. And I think Red Velvet is, if, if that's what they meant, then I get that. They're in this place now where they're messing with like genres SM's wrestling with genres that they, um, I guess, are new to. Like, there was some Glitch Pop and Soyeon's album, and there's these really weird things going on with their Velvet album. So maybe that's what they meant when they said they were changing up their musical sounds. But give it a listen. It deserves it, at least. Um, Janelle or Kiara, do you have anything uh, about this particular song? Well, I mean, it's kind of what everyone's already been saying it just seems very odd and it's definitely not as good as i was hoping i kind of like the two content separately i like the video but i don't like it with the song and i like the song and i and i don't like it with the video i I don't know how you would resolve that but i was just kind of like oh all right i mean kind of nothing really there for me unfortunately yeah i also have to agree um like for me, usually, especially when it comes to their red type of songs, it takes me a while to like them. Like I have to listen to it repeatedly. Um, and so far I've listened to Rookie like about three times and I still kind of like, eh, with the song. I mean, yes, I understand they're being very quirky and all that, but I feel like it's not the awesome quirky they had before. It's just like they mashed up three different types of song like they're talking singing and then then they're singing and then i don't know it's just and then they're doing this very repetitive chorus which is like i understand the appeal of repetitive chorus because i like those type of songs as well but i feel like this is just 
you saying one word over and over and over again just gets kind of annoying after a while. So maybe if I listen to it, maybe like 20 more times, <laughs> I might like it. But at this moment, I'm just not really feeling it. It's probably their worst main song as of yet. I think that's fair. Um, also, uh, much to my excitement, uh, a wonderful artist by the name of Zion T released the song and accompanying MV, The Song, along with his uh, album, OO. So, like, I don't know how many people have been listening for long enough, but I stand Zion T. Like, Zion T, in terms of just musicality, is probably my favorite artist in all of Korea. Um, there's just something about the way he uses his voice and uh, everything like that that really does it for me. And this song and accompanying album are absolutely no different for me. Um, I love that he always does like quirky, weird things and plays around a lot. So the music video does the music video does everything for me. I love it. Um, but the song with it, oh, I, I just I love the song. I love him rapping on it in his like playful Zion T rap. That's not great. But his voice is so, so lovely. And like the rest of the album is better than the title track, guaranteed, like 100%. Um, the way Comedian rolls into uh, Sorry featuring Benzino is perfect. Like it's just, it's so well put together. It's so perfect. Zion T always makes us wait a long time between his releases. So I know people are going to be like, oh, he's on YG. That's why it took so long. No, he just takes a long time. Like this is what he does because there's a musicality to him that is very, very particular. And it's clear that he puts a lot of thought into the structure of his albums with the exception of red light. That seems a little bit messy at times, but like Mirrorball, And then you have, Oh, Oh, and it's just, Oh, it's so good. Like a hundred percent. I recommend everybody goes and listens to the whole album and just let it run through because it's so perfect. Like I, I talked before about how I feel indifferent about full concept albums um, but sometimes they do it for me. This is one of those ones that does it for me. Like, it's just perfect from top to bottom. Um, I don't know. I'm I like, I have listened to this album an embarrassing amount of times this week. <laughs> it's, it's crazy. I just, all I do is listen to it. My sweet Goblin King. I love it. So let me ask you a question as a non-fan and somebody who's only heard of Zion T in passing. Um, is he a rapper who can sing really well or is he a singer who also raps he is a singer who a couple of times has rapped okay because he raps in this song a little i mean it's a quick rap mm -hmm. but he raps yeah. in this song well. yeah he drops he has a verse in in this song and then uh throughout the whole rest of the album he doesn't have another one and then there's another song uh with crush where well no crush raps in that one i'm sorry he has another song where he raps a little bit um i think it actually also has crush I'll have to go find it. But there's another one where he raps a little bit. For, for the most part, he's just an R&B singer. Like, that's that's what he lives and breathes by. And he's, like, a very quirky, weird R&B singer that plays with it. Like I said, Mirrorball, uh, I love that album. But it's, it's like, very Trot-influenced. And people were like, I don't understand this. Like, it's very out of his element. But he kills it. It's so pretty. Like, hauntingly beautiful. So good. I wish I had paid attention to the music video. Because my attention span was not... Good. So I listened to the song and I loved it. So I'm going to have to listen to the whole album, but I admit yeah. I didn't pay attention to the music video at all. 
I don't think it was particularly spectacular, like especially because the color palette between that and Red Velvet were very similar, and I watched them mm -hmm. literally back to back. So I was kind of like, oh, weird. It was another one of those moments where I had this like coffee shop music. I'm stuck in this <laughs> loop of all these videos and all these songs being the same. Um, but obviously, I was able to like, yeah. You know but obviously, I was able to just be like, I. But I love Zion T. Like, I just watched it repeatedly and was like, okay, I got to pick out the things that I like. You know what's interesting to me? Okay, as somebody who's a non-fan of both, I don't know if they get compared a lot, but I couldn't help but compare him to Sunny and the video we watched last week. Just in the, it was like color pop, and they both seem to be like these really quirky hip hop artists, but or R&B, hip-hop, but I guess Sonny's a little more intense in his delivery than Zion T is. He seems to be more chill and laid back. Yeah, Sonny's very I, much so like a rapper. So. Yeah, he has this quirkiness that I really found refreshing. It really informed the song for me watching the video. I mean, the video was really cute. I mean, him sliding down a slide into a puddle of, you know, the little balls like we used to do a discovery zone when we were kids oh my god uh, discovery zone but him uh, having a model that matched braces with him so cute yeah <laughs> it was really incredibly cute um and he just seems like a cute person and i'm familiar with his relationship with crush and so that like also made it extra cute and so it informed the song for me. I thought the song was really sweet. And I feel like he was kind of talking to me a little bit. When he was telling me, this is my song, I said, okay, it is. <laughs> <laughs> so I was cute. with it. I, I have to admit, I listened to it more than once. And uh, I looked up the lyrics and everything for it, which I don't do unless I like the song and I'm going to try to sing it myself just so I can know what I'm saying back. So I don't want to say anything rude or offensive or anything. Um, but it's good, and I think I am going to go ahead and um, listen to the rest of the album and see what's going on with that, and maybe even backtrack and go through his discography. I, I'm really feeling him as an artist and, you know, as a person, so anyone else? For me, um, I was actually a little bit pleasantly surprised, because I thought it was going to be one of, like, a slow R&B type song. So it was a nice little surprise to hear it more like upbeat and whatnot. And it was, I mean, I'm not really a huge Zion T fan, but I do hear his songs here and there. And it was another good one. I mean, I don't really have any complaints about it. It's just, it's a nice coffee house song, shop song without being too coffee house. <laughs> Is that a new thing now, coffee house? Music, well, but, we're uh, at that we're at that time, right? This is like the coffee house time. Yeah, but it's not a bad one. It didn't didn't feel draggy. Didn't feel like I'm drinking dark, bitter, you know, <laughs> coffee, crying my eyes out because you know <laughs> nonsense. It's more like hmm, drinking a nice little, you know, espresso or something, and it's just lifting up my mood or something. So it's not bad. Yeah, I'm with you there. Definitely. Uh definitely still like some sort of coffee house uh feeling but this definitely for me blows all the the rest of the coffee house songs out of the water that we had to sit through last week so i guess our coffee shop episode won't live in vain because at least we got this afterwards yes <laughs> that's really all we have for releases there's been a couple other ones but we're trying you know we're hitting the big ones so um if there's anything else that you want us to talk about that we haven't you can let us know and we'll definitely cover it next week 
I did see that there is a new music video out that has Lee Michelle, which I'll definitely check out. Uh, I just I didn't get a chance to check it out before this, so I can't. Did you know she turned to rap? I believe. Yes. Yep. Yep. That was so weird to see her. Oh, she was crushing it on the show she was on, destroying it. No, literally, I saw I saw that little clip on YouTube, and I was like wow, that person's really good. And that's like, wait, that looks like Lee Michelle. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. She was, I can't remember the show she's on, but it was like a show where uh, all the- It's like Rap Tribe or something? Tribe yeah. Rap or something like that? But when they, when they first started um, her, her first performance, like nobody could see her. She was like yeah. behind a silhouette and just mm-hmm. killing it. And then she finally walked out and I was like, I don't know what to do with my life. <laughs> like my whole life has been snatched by her. I don't know what to do. What do I do? How do I live? So good. She's so talented. It's, and then she also has that singing to go with it. Like yeah, yeah. that voice though. I just it's oh. not fair. People get rap and sing. I'm just like hell. Is that and fair? she's really pretty. Yes, that too. <laughs> yeah, she's perfect. Like oh my god, it's crazy. I can't believe how ridiculously talented and perfect she is. Let, let's move into some news and we can also touch on another extremely talented uh, and perfect, beautiful lady. Um, so there's been some drama regarding BP Rania and they're uh, promoting next month, which is going to, which is, or they're promoting with the song Make Me Ah. So we're going to kind of hit the articles uh, the way Nico laid it out for me. Um, and we'll, we'll, you know, I want kind of everybody's opinion on it. I only sort of know because I only really started following it near the end so it seems like everything's dead by now by the time i got into it uh so that's the first thing is that they announced they would be promoting um a uh, a first decided to do a hashtag drive to encourage dr music to hashtag let alex dance um the choreographer for them released a statement saying that alex wasn't there when she choreographed and it was alex's personal choice not to dance alex and other rania members announced on social media that this is not true Alex also apparently tweeted, uh, if these lies keep magically surfing, surfacing, I'll go ahead and come out with the truth. Um, after that, BP Rania took a picture without Alex and posted it saying family photo. And people went nuts about it, which is funny because they posted multiple pictures where members are missing. And then Alex, from what I understand, also posted a picture that same day of everybody. And like, I don't know why people are mad because it's clear that they're not mad. And then lastly, today, DR Music released a statement saying Alex is the best and has integrity, and that's why we made her leader. Fans won't be disappointed, which makes me think that she probably is going to be involved in the dance somehow. So it does seem like people stirred the pot a little more than, like, the actual company, but the choreographer seems to also have, you know, kind of punched herself or his self in the face and, uh, like kind of put them in this bad position so it's kind of bad pr especially for a group that's like lost so many members and is constantly losing members has like a new name it just seems like a bad time to i guess have all this drama and yet here we are again involved in all this drama especially when you have um alex who's constantly getting heat for doing basically nothing like just being her perfect self so uh, i just i kind of wonder how you guys feel about it i think this is like ridiculous that we're even going through this i want to see alex dance obviously but i also like more importantly i want alex to have a stylist that actually can style black people's hair because clearly she doesn't have one and that's a serious issue get that get that girl a wonderful stylist please because jesus it's so it just seems so high school all this back and forth nonsense like i don't even know what the point of the choreographer even saying that stuff 
Yeah, I I agree. It's it's I think it's extra ridiculous because she's saying that in a week that Yuna in AOA injured her ankle. They re-choreographed, excuse me, you have members dropping out of groups left and right and people having to re-choreograph their stuff like on the day of like the day that they're gonna record a music show and getting it done. Like that's an excuse. Like Juan Wu sat out of seventeen promotions for two promotion cycles and they worked him right back into all the choreography like it was nothing. If that's if you're a choreographer, that's your job. If you know your choreography choreographing for seven people and only six of them show up, you have a placement, you have an extra dancer in place to film the choreography or whatever for the person to be able to fill it out. I think all the A first BP Rania's fan club and other people who are looking at BP Rania are putting a lot of pressure on them. And I think she tried to throw Alex under the bus and it's childish and it's unprofessional. It just doesn't make, it makes her or he, I'm not sure who the character is. It makes them look that much worse because it's literally your job to teach these girls to dance and you're saying you can't get the job done because of some arbitrary thing that should not actually be a problem for a true professional. So it makes you look even even worse. So there's that. And then obviously we want a better stylist for Alex. But I was, you know, I follow Alex very closely on all of her social media. I even have her musically and I don't use musically at all. And her story, or the way she explained it was, you know, when she got to Korea and they were doing promotions for Demonstrate, they would go to the salon every day and she had people that would do her natural hair, but they just damaged her hair so bad and did a not so good job at it that she started doing it herself, which meant she was getting up an extra three hours early to get her hair straight and everything, keep it from getting damaged. And it just, you know, she decided to just straighten up this promotion just to kind of take some pressure off of having to get up way earlier than everybody else to make sure her hair was straight, which is fine. It's not like, I mean, granted, it's a little bit harder in Korea, but they live in Seoul. All you got to do is go down to Itaewon or in that kind of relative area because there are hairdressers who can do black people's hair down there. You just... Wait, 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 wait. I'm sorry. There's two. There's a two ply issue. Yeah. A a person who can do non Koreans hair, and then a person that can do black. No, like hair I do mean that. Are because, like okay, because that's be, two separate things. Because here in America, it's hard to find people that can do black people's hair. Yeah. Now, now, granted, I obviously don't know how well those people can do that. But I mean, like, um, like last time I went to Korea and then I'm going back and I'm seeing that issue come up with new teachers being like, how am I going to get my hair done? Then people are like, don't worry. I mean, you're going to have to go to Seoul or Busan, but there are people who can actually properly do your hair. But again, I obviously don't know from firsthand experience. This is only stuff I heard. Yeah, I would would imagine there's probably like a few people that could do it. It, It's hard, especially with um, how much you know how how much of really the world in in general is becoming a mixing bowl like obviously Seoul's slower you know a lot of other places are slower but you know slowly it is becoming more more and more of a mixing bowl and people need to know how to do things like this like there's I bet you there's a lot of people who are just interested in that texture of hair and how Mm. how it works and how to play with it 
but you also if you're one of the few that can do it like you've made yourself a market there's guaranteed yeah. to be a couple people who will come to you and pay the money they have to right so um i can't imagine that there's no one that can do it i imagine it's just really difficult to find people who can do it yeah i feel like that was on an episode of a reality show i didn't watch all of it my neighbor charles my neighbor charles they yeah. were on there yeah i don't know find find her <laughs> Yeah, and it's not yeah. just a hairstylist either. It's just a stylist in general. I guess yeah. apparently they have issues like styling her the same as the other members, which I, I don't know. Maybe I have my vision is off, but she doesn't seem to be that much different from the other members as far as her proportions go. I yeah, mean, I know one of the things, too, she talked about was that um, they have a hard time doing her makeup and like getting her to look properly so she yeah. basically does her own makeup at this point yeah um, she's doing which, everything for herself by herself yeah which which is sad but also every time i see her in a picture i'm just like good god like she's so she's stunning so, so i'm kind of like you know yeah. what just you do you girl if this is what <laughs> this is what you have to do because but then like i follow her on snapchat and she snaps all the time where she doesn't have makeup on and i'm just like i guess you could just walk out the door and be flawless yeah. because jesus it's like alicia yeah. keys Mm -hmm. yeah exactly jesus like every time i see her i'm like i don't understand how in every situation i've ever seen you in you're just stunning like you just steal the show all the time my favorite member in rania before was tay and like that was the person i always noticed first and the minute alex joined and the first time i saw her i was like i can't see anybody else in this group because this girl is going to take all of my attention she is ridiculously stunning every time i see her I was like, maybe they don't let her dance because she's too good looking. That's the only thing I can come up with. To be honest, this whole time, I thought it was maybe like a visa issue that like, um, because maybe her visa isn't the proper one where you can work or be in the entertainment business. Because I think there's a specific visa for that. If you're going to mm -hmm. be like a celebrity or like be working in the entertainment business. Mm -hmm. um, so... Yeah, but they can't. They used the visa excuse already. That's mm -hmm. how. That's how they said she was late for demonstrate promotions, and why they didn't put her in the whole dance for demonstrate. But that was an entire year ago. So but who knows if they even tried to update her visa? Because you know, DR isn't exactly banking it. You know, so well, I mean, I'm not saying it is the reason, but I mean, it could still be something. Because I mean, wasn't Hangang when he was in Super Junior like for the longest time he wasn't really like performing with them on stage and stuff like that because of visa issues it's so, even times he had to wear a mask yeah but so if she can be on the stage for a little bit she can be on the stage for all of it like that's right, not yeah. how visas work yeah i think yeah. the issue with hong kyung at the time uh hang hang Yen? yeah was uh that there was those the tension between china and south korea and i think that was part of why he had visa issues because i'm pretty sure the reason he wore a mask is because he wasn't supposed to be on stage <laughs> and he was just like nah i'm going that wasn't me that was my twin brother yeah since you can't prove that it was him you know but I'm, I'm pretty sure that's why he wore a mask is because he shouldn't have been able to perform and they made him or mm -hmm. he wanted to, whatever you want, however you want to look at it. I don't know the details, but I follow this Australian girl who she's married to a Korean and she does um, web comics. And I think they had to be on a TV show recently. So obviously they had to get the right visa. And yeah. she sounded like she wanted to spill some tea because she's like, 
the immigration office is so unwilling to give out entertainment visas to anyone who isn't Korean and they make it incredibly difficult. And they, I'm just like, Ooh, I would love to hear the story behind that. Obviously she can't because she probably still wants that visa, but I mean, I wouldn't be surprised. Yeah. I I wouldn't be surprised if if it was difficult either, but I think if it was difficult, they would just come out and say it. Like if if I yeah. was in, at least if you were DR Music, right? Like I could understand Alex not saying anything because she's the one trying to get the visa. But if I was DR Music, I'd be like, yeah, it's really hard to get a visa. And it's we're having a hard time getting her the visa. Yeah. So that's why she hasn't been on stage. Because instantly when you say that, it's over. There's no argument anymore. There's going to be fans who are like, well, it shouldn't be that hard, blah, 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 blah. Here's the other people. And, you know. There's, but there's going to be way more people who are like, yeah, it's real difficult. And I'm sure other people would come out and be like, yeah, I tried to get an entertainment license. It's real hard. Like, look at how few Americans are actually on television regularly. And look how many of them have just lived in Korea for long enough. Like, um, one of the people that uh, people also bring up a lot is Jessica Ho. When Jessica Ho first got to Korea, she couldn't perform on stage a lot of the times with... Uh, the group that she was in, I can't remember their name at this point, but her original group, she couldn't perform on stage. And it took her like being in Korea for a long time to get the ability to perform on stage. And a lot of times Korean, uh, it seems like the Korean government wants you to become a citizen or apply for citizenship yeah. before they give it to you. I, I don't know. It just seems, it seems messy, like really unnecessarily messy. Uh, we also had a recent incident with Bam Bam of GOT7. Uh, now, as we know, our uh, favorite awful dabber, he, I guess to preface <laughs> this, I, I really shook myself by saying that because I, I got really annoyed. But <laughs> um, so Bam Bam, uh, his his father died when he was very, very young. And recently he made it clear. Well, I feel like you could probably see it before, but he made it clear that he treats Mark's dad as a father figure. And in a recent cute picture, he posted and it said, back in LA to see my daddy with a little heart. And it has, uh, obviously, Mark's dad in it. GOT7's fandom uh, needs some help. I I feel like the reason that Bam Bam is so ratchet is because the GOT7 fandom is also very ratchet. (laughs) (laughs) And I think it all flies in line. And apparently they assaulted Bam Bam with some real, real bad tweets. And he finally responded and said, daddy means father. What are you guys talking about? Mark dad is like a real father to me. Please stop. He then said, I will always call him daddy from last year. He takes good care of me and all got seven members. That's why I feel like he's my father, please, or my father too, please. Um, this is sad. Like when I first heard about it, I thought it was people calling him daddy. And he was like, yo, I'm not cool with this. But when I found out it was like Mark's dad, I was like, guys we need to behave ourselves a little bit mark's dad can read english we need to chill like y'all need to stop he is an old man do not be creepy don't make this creepy like bam bam is still young and there's plenty of dudes and plenty of people in general who still refer to their dad or father figures as daddy there's nothing wrong with that it is this weird trend of recent you know, I would say like starting really last year where like it's just very normal for people to call other dude or for mostly girls and it's gross. Um, you know, people generally into dudes, I should say, uh, yeah. to call the guys that they like daddy. And like I don't like it. But it's, it sounds like a porn thing. It does yeah. not it's a kink. I it's definitely it. a kink. Right, and I'm not going to kink shame anybody that wants to call I people will. daddy. I, I, won't. I, personally, I personally will not do that. Only because, like, 
it's one of those it's one of those weird lines for me where it's like what you do in your own bedroom is your business that being said what you do in your bedroom is the key word here please don't run around and call random people daddy especially don't make weird jokes between people who call other people daddy in the sense of using it as a father figure it's clear that bam bam is using it in a father figure way and people made it weird there's nothing cool about that there's nothing funny there's no joke in that that's just creepy you made something creepy because you have this fascination with the word daddy and some people still use that word to literally mean their dad um i brought this up before but i'll say it again i have a small child like i have a son he calls me daddy he's the only one that's allowed to do that <laughs> like i'm sorry that's it. it it's over at that point uh like there's nothing about that word that sounds appealing to me and that's probably part of why but i'm with bam bam on this like daddy literally means dad like when he calls me that he's clearly referring to me as his dad if somebody made it weird i would punch them like that's it like there's no me talking to you and being like this is why it's wrong no i mean if you're a girl obviously i wouldn't hit you but i'd be real mad like that'd be the end of our friendship it'd be over so i can understand why like bam bam would be so weirded out and probably grossed out and he reads English. He speaks English. Like you can't do this. <laughs> I don't. I don't know. It's one of those times where like people got real messy about something that they shouldn't. If you want to call people daddy or whatever in your own time, you know, do your thing. I'm not gonna tell you that you can't do that. I will think it's weird. I can't tell you what to do and what not to do. It's not my job. I will tell you that it's wrong to ever make a weird thing out of like a dude calling a father figure daddy that's not your business at all let him live let him let him live his life especially it's the father of a member in his group why would you make that weird i don't i just ugh, ugh. don't go with the thing like oh we just meant it as a joke if someone tells you some kind of speech or action makes them uncomfortable just be like okay you don't have to defend yourself just be yeah, like just say, okay, just okay my bad and then that will be the end of it, all right? Yeah. yeah, I feel like we had this conversation before, too, because somebody approached the most ex member, asked them if they know what daddy means, and they just side-eyed them and walked away. <laughs> like, that, it, it's getting out of hand. It's getting to a point where it's affecting people for real. Like, especially knowing the history of Bam Bam and, like, him not having a father, like, that if that doesn't make you feel some type of way, then you aren't a real fan of his. If you're not willing to consider his emotional well-being and his feelings, that goes for anybody. Like, come on, like be respectful. Don't be an asshole. Like, don't do that. Don't make somebody feel weird about saying daddy. Like, oh, like I feel like I can't even talk to my father anymore without calling him father because that's just the <laughs> culture now. Like. It's ruined it. And I'll king shame whoever I need to if it means go like making these folks like go back into their hidey hole. Like it's gotten to a point that a kink is a mainstream thing now and I'm not okay with that. It's ruining lives. <laughs> Say no to daddy culture. It's ruining lives. <laughs> Say no to daddy culture. They're gonna have to make some flyers or protest boards. Say <laughs> say no to daddy culture, people. Because, like, we must cure our society of this epidemic. I can get on board with that. Okay, we need, you know, we need to talk to the CDC or something. We need to start with Alice, though. 
Yes. <laughs> I love you, Alex. Yes, we need to convert. We need an intervention. They're not even here to defend themselves. Let's not throw shade at Charlotte. Right. Okay, let's go. <laughs> I mean, when they're here, we could definitely get in it. But I mean, let's let's give them a chance. <laughs> <laughs> they already know. Yeah, it's true. Um, moving on to much sadder news, and I, I don't know. There's there's just a lot of parent not making it news, and I'm not a fan. Um, Block B's PO's uh, mother passed away. Um, she recently passed away on the 27th his birthday was this month right the beginning of this month or the end of last month so like even worse because his birthday was literally right around the corner um i know he posted a lot of sad stuff and was clearly struggling with this because she's been sick she's had a chronic illness or chronic disease i'm sorry and uh so yeah and they're block b's really preparing for a comeback right now too so it's just it's kind of a bad situation uh kind of all along or all around um i don't want to get too much into it because it's really like this is really sad you know losing a parent is just it's a rough thing and it's a thing that a lot of uh, children know kind of going into it or as they get older it's probably something they're going to deal with so um you know my my heart goes out to po i mean that's that's rough it's a rough thing to go through yeah and, um, especially because i think if it was the 27th i guess it was like right before or the day of i can't remember of lunar new year so it's like it's a big you know family holiday and it's just it must have it can't be easy and i can't imagine like the pain he's going through right now it's just like you know with first of all with you being like a month or so ago po with his mother and it's just it's never easy it's just always so painful Hug your parents, people. Do we know? Because didn't Block B just release the teaser for their comeback yesterday? Yeah. Do we know if he's going to take time off from the schedule to deal with the passing? Or is he going to go ahead with promotions? I feel like, um, I mean, if he has to, like, absolutely. But I I, I feel like um, funeral services happen pretty quickly there because I think most people get cremated that might happen rather swiftly so he might just end up going through with promotions yeah it sounds like uh the funeral procedures already happened it uh, apparently they happened on the 29th so it looks like if they did cremate her it's already you know that's something that they've been through obviously there's mourning that comes with before and after the funeral but um it sounds like the that particular part of it has already been handled um on lighter news but still not great um as many people know james of royal pirates uh sustained a severe injury to his wrist and shoulder in an accident at a restaurant um apparently a door frame fell on top of him and the accident left him unable to play bass and uh finally i shouldn't say finally that sounds bad uh, on the 31st of june or january um he posted a handwritten letter that basically told everybody he's leaving royal pirates uh because he's having he has increasingly complicated health issues uh so it's very clear that he hasn't recovered fully from this accident that happened and it has left him unable to play and apparently he's potentially going on his sixth surgery on his hand um and he has a newly discovered blood clot blood clot in his brain so i mean it's I don't like I don't really know real pirates you know I don't really listen to them or anything but this is the saddest like I can't imagine 
being especially because Royal Pirates had a lot of like mustard going in when they really started they they got off to a good start and like it was cool to watch them go from this like basically YouTube group essentially to like MySpace MySpace right yeah to before YouTube Jesus to like actually being relevant in Korea and being able to perform there and all that stuff and then an accident takes out one of the members that like one of the few members I actually know from the group but one I, I feel like one of the members that a lot of people knew and he's he's gone essentially like i mean he's he, and it's not even like he's just gone but it sounds like his life is ruined essentially from an accident yeah. and it's just it's such a shame and i i feel like my heart goes out to him that's probably i can't i can't imagine what what that must be like like actually finding your dream and realizing it and then having it taken away by like an accident it's, it just must be I, I don't know it must be so rough it's a raw deal like that's not even the thing like okay here he has been worried about his hands this whole time like am i gonna ever play bass again like six surgeries to repair it and then he finds out he has a blood clot in his brain like that's like that's overkill like uh, nobody deserves that so Mm -hmm. now he's like now he goes from like am i ever gonna play bass again will i still be able to make music to now am i gonna live soon like yeah what's gonna happen so he's just like look i gave it i'm not i'm not a quitter but like if there was ever a thing a time like this is it he says he's just gonna stop and work on his health and just try to live the rest of his life as healthily and as happily as he can and like you can't fault the guy for deciding like hey i'm I'm gonna do i gotta figure out what i'm gonna do with the rest of my life here but that's like that's a raw deal and not even just that um because i mean i basically have been following i mean i'm not a hardcore fan but i have been following them since the myspace days and if you follow his instagram like the past basically since the incident happened like you can tell for one the dude is depressed and rightfully but then he posted um a few months back maybe last summer that basically the restaurant either the restaurant order or the building order where the accident happened wasn't gonna like pony up the dough to pay for the accident no that's ridiculous yeah they're just like i think maybe he even said like initially they were all agreeing and then like towards once it started getting in there like he needed all these surgeries they're like uh no we're not gonna compensate you for this i don't know what ended up happening because he never posted anything about it again but i could not believe that no i'd be fighting there'd there'd be some i'd be punching people (laughs) that's that's it i'm i'm like on this uh i'll be punching people because of recent events in america but jesus like god somebody needs to somebody well i shouldn't say somebody that restaurant needs to pony up that dough and they need to deal with it like tough it's your restaurant that injured him deal with it yeah i do yeah i hope that was resolved but i mean i don't know maybe it wasn't so it's rough no, if there's any time to sue, it would be this time. Yeah, this is the one. The thing that sucks about this, too, is just this this guy is, like, so freaking nice. Like, I would put him on one our list of, like, actual angels. And to have all of this happen to him is even more sad than I can imagine. I kind of, I started knowing about um, Royal Pirates one they were on YouTube and they were getting a lot of attention because they were doing uh, K-pop covers. And um, at that time, it was just two members um, because 
the third member um, died. So, and they just kept it to two members for a good while. And so to see like their growth from doing that to YouTube to all the way to, you know, being actual K-pop idols and, you know, especially seeing James on a bunch of variety shows, especially like the romantic ones and then um, and all these like sports ones. Cause you know, he has like a well-built body. He's tall, he's very handsome. So, you know, they love putting him on like shows that he can show off his skills and, you know, he seems like a very bright character. So to see how all of this ends for him, in a sense, at least his K-pop life, it's very saddening, and, you know. But I do wish him, like, you know, a speedy recovery, and hopefully, you know, with all the surgeries, it'll help, and that, you know, that blood clot, you know, they'll be able to, you know, get rid of it or, you know, help ease it, because, you know, it's, it's, not, it's pretty dangerous, and, it's not safe, so I just wish him the best, and it's sad to see him go this way, but all I just wish is for him to, you know, get better. Yeah, unless anybody else has uh, any more news, that's probably going to do it for us. Um, I don't necessarily like that we're going out on a sad one, but, you know, there's just been, <laughs> like, literally all it was. Yeah, Twice is coming back. Get ready to be knocking on doors everywhere. <laughs> oh, they um Red Velvet has done their first stage for rookie, so you all should give that a listen. I'm gonna give that a watch. It'll inspire you. The dance is really lit. I don't think so. Does the dance have them looking at stuff? Just don't just watch watch <laughs> the, watch the live stage and you'll you'll see. It is lit. Like it is turned, you will love it. Also, oh, another song that's not Ricky. Sure. I guess I mean, that could be lit if, <laughs> <laughs> if it's not Ricky. Um, who, somebody else. Oh, there was uh, you know obviously it's not really news, but uh, Dreamcatcher did a uh, dance to a Big Bang song and actually put like real choreo to it it's pretty good <laughs> it's pretty solid um i kind of like threw some shade on amona and was basically like yeah it's super easy to make choreo when you don't have to deal with top but it's true i mean like they don't have to deal with top so but it was cool like they're they're super super in sync i don't know anything about that group i know they're promoting right now um but i, I don't know anything about them but their choreo is pretty solid they're real good dancers it's all female group so also, everyone should watch 2PM's new reality show. <laughs> Wild Beat. Does it have subs yet? Um, I think it does. I know I was following one girl on Twitter who said she kind of wanted to redo them, but I think there are some English subs for it. Also, their concert is sold out, basically. They just... I've been... I'm going back soon, and I want to go to the damn concert, but they it's been sold out. Like, everybody on Twitter is just looking for tickets, so I'm just like, ugh... If my babies. Janelle, if you go, Janelle, you have to let us know how, you know, glorious they look and everything. I, I, there'll be tears, I'm sure. I need like a 30 minute fan cam of just Juno's butt. Um, just real. It's so hard to take pictures at concerts. Like you have to be yeah, a yeah, I know, real I know. pro. She's like seriously considering it. I, I'll do my best. I appreciate that. I appreciate you even trying. <laughs> as long as I don't get thrown out. 
That's fair. I respect that. I wouldn't want you to get thrown out. I'd rather you go watch the concert and then talk about it and tell me about his butt and yeah. the, ma- the majestic <laughs> glory of it. In yeah, in, in very, very vivid detail, please. I'll do like an Instagram live or something. Yeah, there we go. Um, unless there's anything else, I guess that's going to do it for us. What a somber episode. I know. <laughs> I mean, they're really... I've... I mean, we can do what I joked about uh, before the last podcast, and and uh, our game could be, um, you know, star-crossed lovers, like uh, what your ideal couple would be from people in different groups. Like, they can't be on the same label either. Mm. That's really all I got. Oh, that's hard. Mine's easy. I thought about it already. So. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 100%. If I was going to pick, like, a brand new OTP that's, like, people from labels that are totally star-crossed, it's uh, Jackson and Bora from Sister. Oh. Yeah. oh yeah. 100%. That's an interesting choice. I should have known. My, my sweet, beautiful, wonderful princess, Bora, who destroyed me today, and Jackson, my beautiful, wonderful king who will treat anybody like they're a queen. Perfect. Perfect. Like, I can't dream of a better couple. That make picture it, was insane. It doesn't even look like her. Oh, it's, it's like every time I see her, I'm just shocked that she's like a real human being. I don't know. Every time there's like a picture of her, I'm just like, how how are we from the same planet? Like somehow we both got put on the same planet and you don't belong here. You're some weird goddess angel that doesn't belong on this plane. She ever told me she wanted, she wanted to be with me, but we can only live in soul. Listen, I'm gonna pack my bag and that's it. I'm out. There would be no conversation. Like there it would be not- no conversation, hesitation. I'd be like, I'd be calling Soul and be like, listen, I need a visa, a green card, whatever. What does it take? How do I get there? Tell me right now. How do how do I stay? They'd be like, what are you here for? I'm getting married. Thank you. Goodbye. <laughs> <laughs> just just leave me alone. You can quickly get married here before it becomes illegal, and then you know, hopefully not. But you know, and then we can go and live. Our rest of our lives in Seoul. Like, that's it. That's fine yep. with me. I wouldn't even care. I'd be like, I will learn any language. You want to, we'll, we'll learn German if that's what you want to speak. I don't give a crap. We'll learn it. I don't care. Whatever it takes. You know so what I would like together? I I would like, um, well, they're friends already, but I like the idea of their, like, polar opposite friendship. I would love um, Starcross lovers, Tiffany Wong and Jessica Ho. Like oh, that'd be Tiffany, cute. like the prissy pink goddess, and you know she's very frilly and girly. And then you have Jessica Ho, who's like the sinani of all sinanis. And it's weird because their friendship, when you see them together, they like bring out themselves in each other to so this weird middle ground between the two of them, and they like making fun of each other, and it's really cute to see. And I think that'd be cool. Like that whole situation would be really interesting to play out. Yeah, not think, necessarily the people cute. themselves, because I think it's weird to ship real people in real life, like truthfully. And I hate for them to like listen to this podcast one day randomly and be like, "Ew, we're just friends, and we're also not lesbians." So I mean, these are all just for fun, no disrespect. Yeah, yeah, we're, well, we're obviously just joking around and being like, you know, what would be a cute couple if you saw it, you know, yeah, obviously but like, not. I think that dynamic would be really cute together. Like, I always think, like, one person who's, like, really prissy and somebody who's, like, really hardcore, I always think those couples are really interesting to see visually and also, like, the way they're 
what they clash about and what brings them together will be interesting. Yeah, I mean, I love that every time you see those two together, it's just like Tiffany laughing in every single like Instagram, <laughs> yeah. Snapchat. It's so cute. Like they're they have such a good friendship. They're so funny. I, I like that's that's one of those few friendships that I would love to just kind of like be a part of to watch it and to see how it unfolds, you know, because I bet it's so funny. I bet they have the best conversations. I can't even, yeah, I can't even think of one. Like, I can only think of past couples, like Kuhn and Tiffany, that was adorable, and that didn't work out. That was a really cute one. It was super cute. I almost, it, this, this isn't a love relationship. This is just, like, bro, bromance, like, friendship. I love how much Tableau loves Mithra and Two Cuts. Yes. I, yeah. I love all their Instagram and Snapchat. I mean, it's just, it's really just super cute. They're, like, um like i guess it's one of those things that you really get when you have when you have kids um but like everybody has like their dad their dad friendship or their mom friendship or you have like another parent that you're really close to and you guys talk about like yeah. your kid issues that's mm -hmm. that's epic high in a nutshell for me like i just imagine them as just dads who like sit around beer and they talk about like how their day went and what's going on with their kids and their wife and all that stuff like it they're just they're perfect they're, for me like I get where you're coming from and I'm I'm with you like that's the the number one bromance and they have like a dad bromance like that's that's just how I see it I bet they just get together and talk about like kids and relationships and things like that and that's it and like have a good time and laugh about stupid stuff that they've done in the past my pick would be Jackson with Young G yep that, that's oh, yeah. that's obvious I, though that's, see, I have every, everybody in the world wants that to happen see i have this issue and i had the same issue when we pitched this idea i feel like if we did this multiple times every single pairing i could come up with would have jackson in it because like <laughs> there's like just the way jackson treats women is like my ideal type he's so just how he treats people in general not even just women but people in general he's so loving and caring and like he dotes on everyone even if they're older than him it's clear that he's one of those guys who's like i just want to take care of you and there's a lot to be said about like how you know there's that that old saying that like the way a man treats his mom is how he'll treat his wife and like for Jackson, I think that's 100% true. Like he is the spitting image of that because he treats his mom like a perfect angel. Mm -hmm. He is so sweet and so loving to her. And she means so much to him that you see him with anybody else and he just takes care of them. He doesn't care. He washed Hani's feet. Who does that? Like people don't do that normally. And he was just like, no, I got to take care of you. I can't let you be dirty. Like that is, there's, there's a level of sweetness to him that is so genuine that he's perfect with everybody like somebody you know if somebody was like oh i would ship him with juhyun from monster x i'd be like well he's not good enough but yeah i would <laughs> like anybody from jyp yeah definitely like i mean you could just run down the list and i'd be like yeah totally they deserve it like he's that's just, because that's because he treats angel. every person i think he's one of those people that has like the the golden rule, he takes it to heart. Like, treat others how you want to be treated. Like, yeah. he literally treats every person like they're the person. Like, they're the only person in the world. And it's crazy to see, because he can be in a room full of, like, 10 other celebrities, hosts, etc. And he gives each person in the room his attention. It's so yeah. inspiring to see, like, I love good people, and he is just, like, one of the best people. He needs to do a TED Talk. He, he does. does. <laughs> he really does. Like, he does. um, you know, we, me and uh, 
Kiara always had this conversation about how we were going to have a, like a podcast where we just talked about the roommate. And I still feel like we should probably go back and watch all of it. But just That'd seeing cool. how he interacted with every single person on that show was so yeah. sweet. And it's just like, like, I, I dream of being that sweet of a person like he's yeah. just such a nice human being and like you know he he had his issues at the very beginning but he's been like basically an angel since then and it's it doesn't seem like he's putting on an act like it doesn't seem fake it doesn't seem like he's doing it for the camera he seems like the kind of guy that like if you ran into him he would just be sweet on you and he'd want to talk to you he'n want to know everything about you um if chalice's uh podcast says anything like the interaction that he had with the fan that came up for him he knew everything about her and he said he spent the time to talk to her and like get to know her so he could introduce her himself and it's just like like taking that much time to be that attentive to people is a trait that like few people have and it's like this is becoming the jackson i love you podcast but like jackson yeah. i love you like I'm okay i, I just it. appreciate him i love so you too much. jackson we all love you if there was one thing, if there was one person that I wanted to know how much I appreciate him as a human being, it is definitely Jackson. Like, just him as a person, he is such a great human being. Like, him and Eric Nam are the number, the number one and two for me. Like, they're just great, great, perfect human beings. Oh, but I do have to say, if I could choose between, like, if they could be in the same company, I guess because I always like them, seeing them together, um, in the sense, like, whenever they're doing a photo shoot or something because I think their visuals together look so good. It's take and you win. Just yes. Yeah. I, think, I think there's a lot of people there. Yeah. I, I think a lot of people are in that boat with you. Uh, it's alpha male and alpha female. And I was just like, oh my gosh. Like, they would have the most beautiful babies. Little, yeah. little rapping babies. Yeah. <laughs> you know who I would ship? It is really obscure. Like I'm, I would ship um, So and Gook and um, Kim Jong Yum from Shiny. Um, oh, I can see that. Only they're both mothers' boys. Um, they're both like really sweet and like really down in society, and they're both like really politically outspoken. And they're very, they're both like really cuddly, soft little babies. And I think that they would take really good care of each other. Yeah, <laughs> so so is a sweetheart. So I, yeah. I definitely like, yeah, I, I could see that. That would be a cute one. See like, they would just, yeah, see, they again, would just sit close and sweet talk each other all day. See, again, this is another one where I'm just like, well, but it'd be so cute. Jonghyun and Jackson would be so adorable. Like, yeah. I don't know what to tell you. They would have the sweetest bromance in the history of man. It would be so yes. cute. I shiny so unattainable though. They're always busy all the time. You know what's funny they is never one of, with idols. like when they finally chill out a little bit, one of them is gonna have like a dating scandal and it's gonna be epic. Like I know Jong Hyun had one, but whatever whoever's next is gonna have some epic dating scandal with some. It's gonna like, be the big one. It's, it's Miho. It's gonna be Miho. I could see that. And it's going to be somebody just stupid gorgeous where people are like, what? how? How did this happen? What, what is this? Yeah. Him or Taemin, I think, are going to be the dating scandals. Yeah. Taemin's going to be dating some, like, woman who's, like, 14 years his senior. <laughs> imagine. Oh, imagine. Out. People are going to be freaking out. Oh, 
I mean, I imagine like that is the group of of dudes I think are all gonna date Nunas. So I don't. Yeah. <laughs> they they had well, the song hey, for it. Yeah, so. yeah exactly. Like oh. I I just expect that from them. Their very first variety show was pretty much them going on dates with Nunas. So. Yes, and that variety show was amazing. <laughs> so good. That was a great. Like that's the funniest. The funniest tie-in to your your debut single is having a variety show in which you date Nunas. Like that, there's, you can't write that. Like somebody had to be like, they saw the title of the song and were like, you know what? I got an idea. And hear me out. <laughs> um. All right. Well. But I just want to say also, um, just a warning. We're all doing this in fun, so please don't come after us and pick pitchforks or you know fire. Yeah. Because we're we're kind of coupling you know idols together it's all yeah first things first i don't care about your otp second thing uh these aren't really our otps either or like we also don't expect them to be together it's literally a game like we're, we're just joking around we don't expect anything we don't actually ship them together it's just one of those like oh this would be cute you know like you can talk about people who you think would be cute and not be like oh my god i gotta chase it and i gotta tweet at them and tell them you should date x like i'm not gonna go on twitter right now and just spam bora with like find jackson and marry him I'm not doing that. Um, so, like, just just realize we're you know we're just joking around. We're having a good time. It's it's nothing serious. Unless Juliet has one. I don't ship people, so I I never that. even thought about it. <laughs> <laughs> I wasn't as prepared as you, Tim. Sorry. No, it's okay. Well, I only again, like I, I said, I only with the song Juliet. Hey. Juliet. <laughs> Oh. oh please no! Yeah, I don't. Oh, know. Yes. I, don't I still love that song. I cringe oh. so hard. I still also love that song. Like part of the reason that I wanted to be in. Don't fight it. It is. It's a good song. I have like five theme songs. I don't need that. No, that's the one. It that's has the name. one. Yeah. You need to play some, uh... It's not the one. It's not. They want to find you, you Julia. Remember Element No. Okay. Well, they had a song that was my, I don't know. It, <laughs> it, does it have the name it's Juliet haunted in it? Since I was young. It's called Hey Juliet. Oh, wait, was that like a poppy? Yeah, it was like a boy band of old men. Oh my God, I remember that because um, <laughs> my first job teaching in Korea was at this English camp. Um, it went to Korea? Yeah, it did. Um, I don't know who... We like inherited this song. It was like basically, it was just in this kind of welcoming PowerPoint thing while the kids were getting all registered. But we always like we always played Hey Juliet, and so we'd always joke about it. Oh my god, oh, that's uh, funny. That song. Hey, we need oh. we need Hey Juliet producer. We need we no. Need that. Yeah, <laughs> no. We need it. If you don't, oh, I'm gonna I'm gonna put it on Twitter. It's yeah. gonna be out there, so <laughs> we're all gonna know about it now. I just know, I know Check Yes, Juliet by We The King. Oh, that one too. <laughs> that's funny. But <sighs> Juliet by Shiny is the one, though. Yep, it's that's iconic. the one. It's, it's not, a good song. Because that song is actually Deal With It by Corbin Blue, so. It is, and you gotta love Corbin Blue. <laughs> <laughs> no, you don't. You sure don't. <laughs> Like a Korean that group on so its funny. startup made a better version of his song. We don't have to know Corbin Blue anymore. That's hilarious. I'm sticking by it. I don't. I can't. Corbin Blue or Shiny? Who's more relevant, please? It's not about relevancy. Well, I mean, it is. it is. Corbin Blue gave us high school okay. musical. Corbin Blue or or Shiny? Who has more fans? Shiny. 
Yeah, all right. That's well, I don't one. know. Corey High School Musical, man. High School Musical. I, I guarantee okay. you, if you walk outside, I would. One time is it? Tell me if if Corbin Blue ever sold out a theater bigger than the House that of Blues, so I would be shocked. Fun. Uh, maybe if it was a High School Musical concert. No, no, no. I said Corbin Blue <laughs> specifically. I could see High School Musical because there's Fair a lot enough. of other people who are relevant that aren't Corbin Blue in High School Musical. Poor Corbin. And not poor Corbin. All right. I'm sure he's fine. His his best uh the the thing I appreciate him the most <laughs> for is giving us Juliet. Corbin Jim. Because none of his songs are good, and his, and his only decent song was he only made has better four, by okay? <laughs> Yeah, and his best song was made better by Shiny, so what do you want me to do? I don't even stand Shiny, and that song's better. I don't know what you want. Uh, <laughs> but anyways, before I shade Corbin Blue and he comes for me, I guess, with his 12 fans. Um, <laughs> this has been Not Your Average Netizens, where we shade unnecessary Western artists that aren't relevant anymore. Uh, if you <laughs> enjoyed listening to us be ridiculous, uh, you can find us on iTunes. Um, if you search Not Your Average Netizens, uh, you'll find us. We're probably the only thing that pops up. Please subscribe, rate us, give us comments. That's how we move up in the rankings and how people see us and how people get uh, how people notice us. Um, if you'd rather listen to us on SoundCloud, we're out there too. Uh, SoundCloud.com slash Not Your Average Netizens. Um, please go ahead and follow us there. Listen to us there leave comments we'll try to interact with you as much as possible literally uh we have a podcast that was our unofficial show which was the got seven recap that only got posted because a person asked for it so we're we're listening we are watching what you guys are saying and we're, we're trying to interact with you guys so please reach out to us however you can uh, if you'd like to send us an email not your average netizens at gmail.com uh we'd love to interact with you and you know give you the show that you guys want us to give you you can find us on Twitter, um, twitter.com slash uh, NYA netizens. And you can also find our Tumblr if you go to notyouraveragenetizens.com. Um, unless there's anything else, we're going to get out of here. Once again, I want to thank our sponsors, uh, Spatoon, for um, sponsoring this episode. And we'll see you next week. Bye. Bye-bye. See ya. Bye. 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 Woo!